Welcome everybody back to another episode of Steam versus Machine, week number two. Scott, me versus you. That's what they say. That's what it says in the title. The machine versus the professional handicapper. Mm-hmm. Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of the lead handicapper over there at Winners and Winners. Still, uh, really the marketing division leader, we call it, right? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, can I can I tell you something funny about that? Um, yeah. Professional handicapper that I am, we did a, a a group survivor contest with a lot of people on Discord and a lot of people on staff. Oh, no. uh, and uh, I believe I mentioned this last week. My uh, best bet of the week uh, was the only one that lost. Funny story. Uh, not only did they not cover the five points, uh, funny story for my survivor series, uh, they lost outright. The so uh, I, I already posted the Kramer meme slamming down the money, saying I'm out. So, or the uh, uh, a lot of people post that Simpsons gif of uh, the grandpa walking into the bar, taking off his hat, walking in the circle, picking up his hat, opening the door, walking back out of the bar. A lot of that. A lot of that, too. Yes. So uh, I had a great week, uh, except for that minor detail. Oh, and I had uh, uh, my, uh, my, my team that I, I, I drafted Josh Allen and named them the Allen Wenches. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I, uh, I had a nine point lead going into Monday night and had the defense and a receiver going up against Josh Allen and I lose by 50 points. So, uh, 40, 40 and change. So I had, that, I had the same situation with Sunday night football. I had CD lamb and Saquon Barkley and I was up by two. I was playing against the Dallas defense and I lost by 14, I think. So, yep. That was the defense. That was the defense I went up against. And uh, and then I can't and I can't remember who went off. So maybe it was, maybe it was after Sunday action. Maybe it was before the Dallas game. That was it. It was after Sunday, but not Sunday night. So it was one versus two. I yeah, Allen going. It's really awful. Stuff, anyway, yeah. just, All right, just awful. So. You know what wasn't just awful, Scott? Us. 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 We were, we, Shockingly we, we did pretty good. It's just awful. Seventy percent. Seventy percent, bitches. My yes, Scott. I went three and two. You went four and one. Uh, again, oh, to remind everybody of our picks, I had Cincinnati, Cleveland over forty-seven and a half. That did not cash. Cleveland, uh, Cincy looks uh, terrible. Looked terrible that opening week. Twenty-four to three. I think that final score. You got weathered. You got weathered there, brother. That's true. It was, but I don't know, man. Well, you know that's the problem when we record the show. Uh, we don't have a complete look at what the weather's going to do. So uh, hard to yeah, blame never... all of that on weather. I don't know if you watched that game. It wasn't exactly a uh, great performance by the Bengals on any front. But well, I, you know, I, I was watching Red Zone and uh, kept waiting for highlights of that one because I was kind of watching your score for you, and you didn't get a lot of highlights. No, not a lot of not, not a lot of live look-ins at the ten in that game. So. Yeah. The leading receiver, I think, had 50 yards. The leading receiver for the game had, like, 51 yards. T. Higgins, zero yards. Awful. Brutal. Absolutely, absolutely brutal. So, yeah, that was your two losses. I had the Falcons to cover three and a, three and a half against Carolina. Well, I had, uh, struggled. Huh? I'd only done my first one. That was just my. Oh, that's right. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about this one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, had the 40, is... I had the 49ers minus two. Beat the hell out of Pittsburgh, thirty to seven. Never, uh, never a no. doubt. No, Pittsburgh. I, and I told you, and I told, I told you, I kind of like Pittsburgh. I like Pittsburgh in an upset spot there, and uh, yeah. no, not so much. 
No. But I went the other way. Uh, where I was totally off on Bears minus one and a half. They looked uh, awful, awful, awful. It seems the Packers still own them. Bears fans, pretty upset, I imagine, that they're still going to be like this. Uh, but not not really much to say there. They look not good. Uh, got everybody probably thinking about a rebuild, honestly. Um, yeah, that's brutal. Fourth pick of the week, I had the Dolphins money line. I uh, you took the plus three, but I got the money line. And that cash, they pulled it off there at the end. Never a doubt. Uh, I think they won by three, right? It, it, it was it was the wrong. They won by two because they missed the they missed. Yeah, the they were down. They were down one when he kicked the game winner. I was I was so rooting for that to 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 miss, um, because you know, we 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 extolled the virtue of always take the money line when it, when it's the less than three points, and it was right around that. And uh, yeah, you did, we just about got burned out of the gate doing that, but it worked okay. As uh, as he hit hit the uh, the game winner there, buddy. As time expired. No, no, he hit. No, he went. He kicked the field goal to to go down one. Charges win, kicked the field goal. They t- scored a touchdown with uh, like two minutes left. He scored. What uh, was the touchdown? I don't remember the touchdown. It was uh, Tyreek Hill's four yard touchdown. Huh. Yeah, but, I don't uh, remember. I really, I really thought they kicked the field goal to end it. My bad. No, you're good. Uh, but yeah, <coughs> no, I was getting worried. Well, and I was wondering if on the flip side, is if you would have got the push at the plus three, but no, they were down four before they scored that touchdown, so it didn't, it wouldn't have worked out. Uh, but Scott, I also had the Eagles minus three and a half there on uh Sunday afternoon. Speaking of a team that got away with choking, uh, Eagles absolutely should choke that game away. I watched them fumble the ball. Uh, inside their own 25 with uh, about four minutes left, up five. And somehow, the <laughs> thank God, the Patriots are the Patriots, and they uh, did not score. Yep, yep, absolutely right. Uh, Eagles defense still pretty good. Yeah. Um, J- Jalen Hurts, a lot of guys that we expected to have big seasons uh, did not get off to a great start. No. You know, no. Patrick, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes and his 230 yards or whatever, uh, at the end of the day, look pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. big slop fest that so, first week. But Scott, yeah, not not great. Yes, you went four for one. Now four and one. Yes. Four, yeah, sorry, four, four uh, and one. Four had, for one. Be pretty good. Had the wait, 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 be paying a any uh, seven there, Jeremy? Um Falcons minus three and a half against the Panthers. Uh, it was the battle of the uh, of the young quarterbacks. I, I liked the guy in his second year versus the guy in his first year. Uh, we trotted out that stat about one-one uh, quarterbacks being o uh, thirteen and one straight up and one and thirteen against the number. We can now update that to o fourteen and one and one and fourteen against yep. the number. Uh, yeah, played played that in real life, Truman. That worked out okay. A game I was worried about was that uh, 49ers Steelers under one, or under 41 and a half. Uh, it started off uh, 49ers marching up and down the field, and uh, but uh, everything calmed down there just enough, and they covered the number for you too. Then the one we talked about uh, the Vikings and Bucks, as uh, Kirk Cousins looked like it was a Monday night game. Actually, he played fine. It wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't really Cousins. It was just. That defense couldn't do much. So. I think somebody posted his pace after this because uh, we're recording this on Friday night, so we already saw the Thursday night game. Uh, somebody posted yeah. Kirk Cousins' pace. He's on pace for like 
61 or 6,200 yards and 51 touchdowns, and the Vikings yeah. are 0-2 to start the season. So that's, that's about right. So, yeah, Brian Flores and the new defense there for the Vikings, let's call it a, uh, a whip. That's a work in progress right now. Uh, as you mentioned before, I did have the uh, Dolphins plus the three. Uh, worked out well either way. And then, like you, I had the Eagles minus three and a half. And when uh, Jalen Hurts fumbled that ball, just like you said, as they're going for the uh, the insurance cover score there. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have really I, been I, heartbreaking if they kicked. If they just if if Bill Belichick's like, well, you got to get points, it just kicks the field goal to lose by two, and you're like, what? Yeah, Come on, dude. well, that's that's not going to happen. But um, yeah, so that's uh, I. But I definitely saw that one ending a different way, and it and it did not. So Eagles, good team, good team. So. Yep. So, all right. For the, for the week, that brings me to three and two. I uh, lost two twenty, but won three forty two. So that brings me to plus one twenty two. Uh, Scott, you won four hundred. You lost one ten. Brings you to plus two ninety for four and one. So, brings us on to the next week. Scott, winners go first. Right. I could. I could never keep that straight because when I was doing my show, it was losers walk. Yeah. Right. So, um, all right. Well, Truman, I'm going to uh, start out with a team that uh, you and I saw a little over a week ago, and that is the uh, Detroit Lions as they uh, opened their home schedule up there in Fjord Field against the Seahawks Lions, four and a half point favorites. Uh, Truman, this Seattle offense uh, did not uh, look good at all. Um, the, uh, the Cinderella, the, the slipper, uh, it may have struck midnight is what I'm saying up there for Geno Smith. Uh, 16 to 26, 112 yards. Converted just two third down attempts, and uh, uh, that was it. That was not good at all. Plus, add insult to injury, or injury to insult if you prefer. Uh, CRC uh, got real banged up in that game. Uh, they're going to be down there uh, starting left tackle Charlie Cross. Uh, Jamal Adams, and what should shock nobody, still out. And uh, you, you've got uh, Bush and Moffey, your uh, linebackers, uh, both questionable for this game. So I think I think full strength against full strength, uh, Seattle will be in trouble in this game, and they're not. Uh, Lions, let me tell you something. That crowd is going to be fired up. It's going to be true. probably the second most fired up crowd we're going to see this weekend. We're going to talk about the first most fired up in a minute. I'm going to let you take a guess. But for now, uh, Ford Field is going to be rocking, baby. Dan Campbell going to be biting some kneecaps, and the Lions are going to easily cover the four and a half. That's it, it, that's interesting for me. I we talk a lot of week two is the eye test from week one. Uh, Lions, I don't know if they're good and good. They're probably good enough to do this. I feel like they're probably good enough to cover, especially with all the guys being hurt from Seattle. And speaking of the eye test, Seattle looked awful. But I do worry that the Lions aren't great. And they're used to letting their fans down. So it's going to be a rocking crowd. But it would be very Lions to then just get blown out by a Seahawks team that everybody thinks is dead in the water. Well, defense was uh, just about the worst in the league. Offense was just about the worst, best in the league last year. Right. I think the the gap uh, is is narrow between both of those. I think the offense is not as good, and the defense is much better. So, I think it's yeah, uh, I, I think I think the Lions are good enough to win a uh, what appears to be a pretty wide open uh, Norris division up there in the NFC. All of a sudden, uh, yeah. 
they're decent. They're a decent team, um, and I, I think they're going to get it figured out. So, uh, I'm, that's that's going to be my leadoff pick here, buddy. Gotcha. My leadoff pick, uh, sticking sticking to the NFC North. I'm actually going to the Packers money line, uh, plus one ten right now uh, over the Falcons. I again, I thought as you know, the Falcons kind of won. Uh, again, like we talked about, a lot of those games were ugly that first week. The Falcons won an ugly one, too. They were, you know, certainly not dominating the Panthers that entire game. Uh, but you know who did dominate their opponent? The Packers, man. The Packers looked really great there. And yeah. really happy to see the system kind of, you know, it'll be a lot of fluctuation here at the beginning for the system. So we'll see how that kind of rocks and works. But uh, I really enjoyed seeing the Packers play, and I'm happy that they picked the Packers over the – over Atlanta here by just a little bit. So, yeah, give me the Packers uh, money line, plus 110 over Atlanta. Matt LeFleur is the coach. By the way, Truman, that is French for Le, uh, the Fleur. <laughs> the Fleur. Uh, it's one of my favorite. One of my favorite jokes is uh, I, I always tell people, yeah, it's the same kind of thing where it's like uh, it's Trace, Trace Hermanos. I was like, that's Spanish for three Hermanos. <laughs> you, you, know that's, you know that's a stolen bit, right? I assume so, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a Chris Farley SNL bit. There you go. He used to do he used to do that. Uh, the Spanish thing on week, on a weekend update. Yeah, it would, uh, very good. All right, so Truman, uh, I told you I was going to ask you this quiz. What's going to be the most fired up crowd in the NFL this week? Can I look at the schedule? Or uh, sure, sure, go ahead. I, I assume you already looked at it making your picks, but maybe not. I did look at it making my picks, but I'm trying to think of the most fired up crowd. Oh, it's going to be okay. the. Dallas Cowboys. It is not. It is not. You're incorrect. Sir. It's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, I guess. Uh, that's really? Jags have had this game. Jags have had this game circled since last uh, January, and uh, that crowd's going to be rocking. Hey, this is. Uh, yeah, Chiefs are going to get everybody's best shot this year, but this is a little, little something extra, a little something extra down there in Jacksonville, buddy. Um, for payback so, on a team while they're down. <coughs> yeah. Absolutely true. So, um, I, I couldn't quite bring myself to take the Jags, although I think the Jags are a really nice play this week with the money line. I'm going to guess that money line somewhere in the neighborhood of plus one, 60. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I like the other. Plus one. 154. Fuck, I, I, apparently I know nothing about sports. Um, under 51 and a half, my friend. Uh, both of these defenses looked really good last week. Mm -hmm. um, 20, each of them gave up 21 points. However, as you well know, both teams also gave up a uh, defensive score. And the uh, Pedarius Tony uh, drop and uh, the Jacksonville had a... Uh, a strip sack, point. weird, and then it was weirdly picked up. It was one of those where uh, the offense, the Jaguars kind of kept playing like the ball was dead and like they picked it up and then... The Colts yeah. guys were like, well, we might as well finish the play. And even though the Jags was, receiver picked it up, they like just knocked out of the guy's hand, picked it up, ran it all the way back, and that's a touchdown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm -hmm. and of all the sacks that are like that weird kind of thing, uh, that was one of the more obvious ones that, that he was that was that, that was a strip sack. I was like, I'm pretty sure that that is not he did not throw that ball. And I'm yeah, the running back nobody thought thought that. Running backs just like uh, standing with the ball, look like he's looking for a ref to give it back to. And uh, yeah, the Colts guy just knocks it out of his hand, picks it up, and runs the inside. Oh, that's a touchdown. Well, there you go. Yeah. So uh, yeah, 
So both these teams gave up 14 points. Uh, obviously, giving up 14 points to the Colts, probably not as impressive as giving up just 14 points uh, to the Lions. But I think this is a solid defense. I think they're they're going to make Mahomes move around in the pocket, which you know, and, and it's what he does. He's he's fine. But I, I just I'm not sure. Uh, both of these offenses are right hitting on all cylinders like they will be a month from now. I think the defenses are I think the defenses are ahead of the offenses uh, for both of these teams right now, and um, I believe that 51 and a half uh, is a little too strong. I, I think that number I make that number more like 49. Maybe you said you were going to sprinkle a little on the Jags money line. Is that what you said? And, uh, I don't know if I will or not, but I think it, I think it's a good play for of all you people out there using your own money. Yeah, I think it's a good play. I don't. I just don't think so, man. I don't. Mm-hmm. I think the Chiefs are going to. I think the Chiefs had a perfect storm of bad things happen last week. That I think not only are is was that a perfect storm of bad stuff. I that they also got their second and third best players back. So. Yeah, look, man, this is a team that uh, gave Kansas City everything they wanted at home, in the cold, in a rocket atmosphere, in the playoffs, and gave them every bit uh, of all they wanted. And I think you get them in a home environment, in a revenge spot, getting points, I'm going to take those all day long. Sorry. Against a hobbled Mahomes, though. I don't I, – I don't – I don't know. I just I think the Jags are getting there. I mean, I just I don't think they're enough to challenge the Chiefs yet. So. Oh, we're gonna find out because you, you, it's a very true. similar situation. You have two perennial terrible teams that big things are expected of. Uh, both of them are kind of expected to win their division this year, and uh, a very similar spot. We didn't do well last week against in that spot. We'll see how we do this week in a hostile environment. Uh, give me Chief Jags under fifty one and a half. Absolutely. Uh, my second pick of the week, uh, Texans minus one. Again, another rock fight uh, in the AFC South, uh, famous for rock fights. Uh, yeah, give me the Houston Texans minus one at minus 110. Uh, and this is the opposite of uh, the thing that we say. If I ever see you uh, taking the money, line on, uh, the money line on a favorite that's only favored by one or one and a half, we're going to throw hands. So uh, always, always take them to cover the minus one. Uh, tell, tell, tell us why. Tell us why. Well, because of the juice. Uh, if you take the Texans. Well, and well, the biggest thing, Texans minus one is the same as the Texans money line. The only thing that changes yeah. is that uh, if, it, if, if they somehow tie, which will happen twice a year out of the 272 games that are played, uh, then you'll get your money back. But you still don't win. So never but, play for the You push. know, back in – Back in the day, and even well into your lifetime, so not not a hundred years ago, um, when you bet with your local guy, uh, and, and even with the, the even with the books in Vegas, it was minus one both sides. You did not. You know, there was no such thing as minus one plus one. It was minus minus one both ways. Mm-hmm. So there was. Uh, yeah, this is this has kind of been a, a recent development that you even have that option, you know, to take up to play one point or whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah, what he's what he's trying to say is, you're you're going to lay minus one ten and lay the point, and you're going to lay, uh, what are you gonna, what minus, minus one hundred three, or oh, the other way around. Sorry, yeah, minus, minus one one eighteen, one twenty, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not worth the extra dime because ties. For that to be probable, a tie would have to happen more than once out of ten times, and obviously that is not what the math says. So no. that's your reason right there. Yes, and uh, other reasoning, I believe this Texans team 
Uh, again, this AFC South matchup, I think it's going to be an ugly, ugly game. Uh, it's going to come down to simply how good can each rookie quarterback handle the defense. I think the Texans defense is a little bit better than the Indianapolis defense. Uh, and I'm, Although I will say I think Anthony Richardson maybe had a couple more promising moments than C.J. Stroud in that first week, but they also played, I think, a better defense. So I'm intrigued by this. Again, I am somewhat a slave to the algorithm, and this is what they had. They had Texans minus one. So Texans minus one is what you get. I like the odds of it because I think it'll be an ugly game, but it's certainly one of those games I don't want to watch all the way through, and I think I just want to check the score at the end. <laughs> I couldn't make couldn't make myself play that. I thought I thought Indy looked better than the Texans last week. I if I was if I was gonna make a play, I'd play the other side. All right, I'm gonna my third pick's gonna be another team that's uh was oddly uh, decimated by injuries. And it's a team that always seems to be perennially injured in the defensive backfield, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. Um Bengals host Baltimore, a division rival. And uh, Baltimore's gonna be without their left tackle, their center, their safety, right cornerback, uh Mark Andrews. Still questionable after not playing last week. Um, you know, I wish Cincinnati was as bad as they looked last week. I got bad news for you, Truman. They're not. They're still a good team. Still got a ton of talent. I think they flex their muscles in this spot at home. I'll take the uh, Bengals minus the three. That's fair. I can't blame you there. I think the Bengals <laughs> obviously are not going to be uh, 21 points worse than the Browns this year. And I think it was just, uh, again, a perfect storm of a good team looking bad last week. So, I support you in that endeavor. Uh, my third pick, Scott, I have Seattle, Detroit, over 47. Again, we talked about defenses that looked bad last week. Detroit's defense has looked improved. But I think they also benefited from a couple drops, especially late. From the Chiefs wide receivers, I think the Chiefs could easily put up 21 to 28 on them. Uh, Seattle got destroyed or got pretty well handled by that Los Angeles Rams offense. And I think the Detroit offense is a little bit better than that offense. So I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see a, probably a high-scoring game in this. Uh, i hoping Geno Smith bounces back, has a great game. Hoping Jared Goff continues to uh, not throw interceptions. Uh, so, yeah, I got the Seattle-Detroit over 47 at minus 110. All right. All right, Truman, moving on to pick number quattro. Uh, this is going to be in the Jerry Dome, as you mentioned, another crowd that's going to be fired up because, you know, they're happy about living in Texas. Who wouldn't be? Uh, the Jets come to town. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, it was a terrific uh, two minutes and 15 seconds of football for Jets fans last week. I hope they enjoyed it. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, Zach Wilson started last year. Not awful. Good backup. We'll see what he can do. He was he was good last he was good last week for a couple of bad balls. But the main thing that Jets have been able to do, Truman, I'm gonna take you back to let's say the mid eighties. You wanna win the Super Bowl. What what are the two things you have to be able to do? Uh play defense. Play defense and make field goals. Run the field run the football, Truman. You have to be able to run the football and play defense. And that's exactly what the Jets are going to have to do if they're looking to have any kind of success this year at all. Got off to a good start yeah. last week. Uh, they averaged a league-best 6.1 yards per carry using the two-headed monster of Brees Hall and the newly acquired Dalvin Cook. Yep. Um, the whole goal for this Jets team 
going to be able to run early and often and effectively because they have to keep um, Michael Parsons and the rest of that ferocious Dallas pass rush off of young Zach Wilson. Uh, it's not, it's it's going to be an ugly it's going to be an ugly night uh, if they cannot keep the pocket clean and run the football effectively. Good news is I think they're going to be able to do it. Dallas run defense didn't look great early going against uh, the New York Giants, and of course the dynamic of that game changed when the Giants went down uh, in an early hole. So uh, Brandon Cooks questionable, got a little me problem there for Dallas. Uh, so you, uh, let's. Uh, yeah, gonna get you interested in Michael Gallup and Jalen Tolbert. Truman, there's your wideouts for Dallas. Yeah, I don't know, man. Eight and a half points. That's a shit ton of points when you've got at least a good team, uh, a fair team. And let's call the Jets average at this point against a Dallas team that I think is fine. Uh, but I don't think they're 40 points better than the Giants. I'll take I'll take the touchdown plus. Give me them J-E-T-S plus eight and a half. Ugh. Uh, I actually, uh, points bet has it all the way up to nine and a half for you. So I actually got you just plus nine and a half, uh, the difference between eight, eight and a half and nine and a half, not a huge difference, but I'll take uh, nine and a half can come into play. I'll yeah, take that. That's fair. Um, God, I'm just not, I'm not a believer in this jets team. I think, uh, I'm not sure it's hard to predict blowouts. It's hard to pick double digit wins in the NFL. Uh, but I would call this one a prime candidate. I don't, I just don't know if I really believe in Zach Wilson and man, did that Dallas defense make Daniel Jones life a living hell. So it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, I, you know, but again, I think it's hard to predict double digit losses. So I say, I certainly think the jets could keep this within one score. And I think that's fair. Uh, brings me to my fourth pick. I have a Las Vegas Buffalo under 47. Uh, speaking of two teams that uh, offenses look pretty bad, uh, man, Josh Allen uh, turned it over. We were talking about this in a in a group chat that we share uh, with your buddy Ben, our I guess our buddy Ben. Uh, we were talking about uh, Las Vegas Buffalo under forty. Or we we're talking about Buffalo specifically. Uh, talking about Josh Allen has had was it thirty nine turnovers since that Chiefs Bills game. It's, it's almost two turnovers a game. I want to say it's like right. 1.9 turnovers per game or something ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's he is a turnover, which leads the NFL by a wide margin, by the way. Yeah, right. Uh, in that period of time, so yeah, that's uh, uh, when he's when he's bad, man, he can stink up the joint. He can really, really stink up the joint. And he starts, and if he gets behind, he starts pushing, tries to start making plays. Uh, when he's good, he's really good. But my goodness, yeah. when he goes off the cliff. It looks like Josh Allen from three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, yeah. He turns into yeah. – he has his own version of what I call world beater Mahomes, which is when Mahomes starts to do yeah. that thing where he's spinning around in the pocket three or four times and he ends up just chucking a ball and you're like, oh, my God, no. As we saw it in the uh, at the end of this uh, Cincinnati Chiefs uh, AFC Championship game in 2020 uh, – at the end of the 2021 season in 2022. So, uh, very similar kind of thing. So, uh, you start to see that from Josh Allen. Uh, I'm thinking they'll be a little bit better, but I don't really either also believe in this Raiders offense. Uh, didn't exactly blow me away against Denver. Um, and I think this Buffalo defense can certainly give them fits. Uh, give me the under 47 here. Okay. I love that Raiders defense. I think, I think Buffalo could hang 30 on them. Yeah, um, I still think the Raiders could only score 
10. So, speaking of the Broncos and unders, uh, if you played it last year, you probably have a new house, and that's exactly what we're going to do this year. Uh, Commanders at the Broncos, 39 is your number right there. Uh, Truman, who does Eric Bieniemy miss? Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and Andy fucking Reed. Uh, they did not do not do well last week. Averages 3.8 yards per play. 27th in the NFL, and that was at home against um, arguably the worst team in the NFL in your uh, Kyler Murray-less Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line was capital D Redful Truman. Just dreadful. Sam Howell uh, was a, in a, in a, he was in a waking nightmare. Uh, yeah. Six sacks, could have been more. Uh, good news is the commander's defense, really good. Uh, limited the Cardinals offense, just three field goals, two trips in the red zone. That's it. Uh, Broncos, on the other hand, like you mentioned, played the Raiders. Uh, put up just 16 on a horrific Las Vegas defense that was among the worst in the NFL last year. Uh, in many key metrics, metrices. Uh, last seen, last year, uh, Washington and Denver, first and second, respectively, in third down conversion percentage. Each of them top 10 in uh, holding their opponents out of the end zone, in the red zone. I think 39 is an absolute gift in this game. Uh, I will take your Denver Broncos and the Washington Commanders under 39. Yeah, this feels this has seventeen seven written all over it. Seventeen all day or day. Yeah, this is ugh. again a game you couldn't pay me to watch. Uh, f- my final pick of the week, Scott. Here is uh, Miami and New England. I'm taking the over forty six in that game. Man, I think I think this Dolphins offense could score forty six any week. I think they could go out there. Uh, Tyree Kill looks really good. I and I don't care. And Tua, I mean, Tua looks uh, able to take advantage of that at least. I don't think Tua is the best quarterback in the NFL, but I think he certainly has uh, dynamic playmakers there in Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I can't say enough about that. And honestly, uh, I heard the Jets guys giving uh, Mac Jones a lot of props this week, uh, saying that he looked, that he made the right reads. He made a lot of good plays. And I mean, I mean, the Eagles defense, sorry, not the Jets defense, the Eagles defense. Uh, giving a lot of props to Mac Jones, saying he made a lot of reads. He made a lot of really good plays. Uh, gave him a little bit of a hard time. So, and, you know, that Eagles defense ain't no sh- ain't no chumps. And they put up 20 oh. points on him. Uh, I, expect, I expect Miami to go out there, probably uh, put up another 30 to f- 30 or to 40 points again. And I expect that uh, Pats offense got there, probably put up uh, somewhere between 20 to 30. And, you know, 30 plus 20 is 50, and that's over 46. I like it. Uh, I, I'm I'm expecting. Give me like Miami. Thirty four, New England. Twenty eight. That's my final score prediction there. Take it. All right. So over if you've got, if you got you got alternate totals in your book. Jump all over that over sixty for yeah. for uh, yeah plus plus four hundred or so. Easy money. Easy. Um, you know if you if you watch Tua. His accuracy has really improved. And and you see it in his throwing motion, Truman, like a lot of left-handers, uh, real loopy, real yeah. loopy. Brings the ball from down low kind of and kind of loopy. Yeah. Uh, doesn't, it doesn't, they don't have the same snap. And you, and you notice he's got his throwing arm in a little more uh, vertical position, bringing it by the, a little closer to the ear. 
and uh, his accuracy has improved. And, and you know, yep. he's a, uh, like you said, he's, he's probably not a top five quarterback. He may be top ten, and with the weapons that he has, uh, he's, he's damn good enough. He's got a you top know. two wide receiving core. Oh, probably the fastest pair of wide receivers oh. in the history of the NFL. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I, I would say that's very possible. So uh, I don't hate that play. I, I don't. I don't hate that play at all. So all right, very good. There you go. That's all ten picks. Uh, again, reminding my picks: Packers money line, Texans minus one, Seattle, Detroit over forty-seven, Las Vegas, Buffalo under forty-seven, Miami, New England over forty-six, and Scott, your picks. We're gonna roll with Lions minus four and a half, Chiefs, Jags under fifty-one and a half, Bengals minus three, Jets plus nine and a half, and the Commanders, Broncos under. 39. Absolutely. So that'll do it. Uh, hey, we appreciate everybody for sticking around. Appreciate you coming back for week two. Uh, we're positive and we're going to stay positive. Uh-huh. Make that money for you. Make that money. Get that paper. Go chase that paper, Truman. Absolutely. That's what I'm out here doing, Scott, every day, every week, or day, or week out here chasing that paper excited to get back into the swing of things, get back into a rhythm here with steam versus machine. Hey, we appreciate you guys for coming back watching it this week and we look forward to cashing those tickets with you scott what do we do that's right you guys uh get, get your money down play, play those picks and uh you know at the end of the at the end of the day at the end of the weekend it's going to be time to head back to the window absolutely hey guys we appreciate you for being here we appreciate you for hanging out we'll see you guys uh next week for a little more fun as we uh just sit back we're just counting that extra cash see you guys